Genre. podcast where we review discuss and recap every episode of doctor who one doctor at a time i'm scott corelli i'm cassandra Fredrickson, and i'm nick jimenez and today on the show we're going to be discussing the christmas invasion the 10th doctor's first story however uh we have a little news to cover uh as it seems i'm um, pregnant <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately <laughs> unfortunately uh, Nick is pregnant, and also, uh, our la- we recorded our last last week's episode before the announcement came out. Even though it it the episode was released after the announcement, so we're like a week behind on this news. So so everyone, uh, yeah. sorry yeah. about that. Thanks, BBC. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So last Saturday, it was announced uh, that the show is getting a new companion in the form of Pearl Mackey as a character named Bill. Um, and I, I was really impressed by her in the scene that they made, the little, the yeah, little yeah. short so they did, so, so they did a short this time. Yeah. That, that's the first time they've done this. Am I, am I wrong? No, yeah, totally. For the very first time. Yeah. It, it's a cool, it was a really interesting way to do it, I thought. Well, it's, it is. And it's also, it's also a thing where this is the first time since... Martha, that we've gotten a new companion that wasn't either synced up with a new doctor or having a weird backstory. So, like, yeah, those are the only two similarities, actually. Yeah, because, like, well, because, well, because, like, like you had Donna and you'd already had her introduction previously. Totally. So, so that was a that was a weird companion because it was like a returning person to become Mm -hmm. a full companion. Then you had Amy, who was coming at the same time as a new doctor, so they couldn't mm-hmm. do anything like that for them. Although I think they still did shoot that weird thing where they were like looking at the stars on the hill, and then the, they fell. The earth cracked open, and they fell through the thing. Anyway, oh god, um, I remember that. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, uh, so Amy was linked, synced up with a new doctor, so that was weird. And then they couldn't do Clara that way because Clara's whole introduction was bizarre. Yeah, Oswin, you know? and then like Mary yeah. Poppins. Yeah. And- right. She was introduced twice before she was properly introduced. Man, they they did not do uh, Jenna Coleman any favors. No, no, they didn't. Um. But I, but I, I really like. I, I, it just feels really refreshing that we're just getting a new companion, and it just occurs to me that I feel like I, I don't think I felt like this in a long time. Like this feeling of having a new companion, you know, since Martha, because that was the last time that I was like, oh, I wonder what this person's gonna be like. Yeah, you know? totally. I mean, you know, we had that cool. 
you know, I, I remember the last time this happened when it was, you know, you had Jenna Louise Coleman and you had like that, you know, really cute picture of her like in the sweater by the TARDIS. And you're like, oh, cool, new companion. And then, you know, she showed up in inside of, you know, literally inside of a Dalek. Mm-hmm. And um, although that wasn't the name of that episode. Never mind. Uh, and then. <laughs> yeah, it's Island of the Daleks. And then, I God, I just every time I think of that, I'm like, it could have been called all of the Daleks. It uh, should have been. That's yeah, true. But now, but now there could be another episode called that. Um, that's true. But yeah, and you know, and then that was weird. And but yeah, no, it's it's um it's really cool, and I do like the extra pomp and effort of like doing a little mini sode instead of just like the you know the traditional photo of like the Doctor and the companion in front of the TARDIS, which they did as well. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, do we want to like talk about that little video for? I mean, I know there's like barely anything to talk about, but like, what were you guys? What were you all's impressions of that little video Kath? um i the first thing that struck me about her um is her hair is amazing and she's also incredibly funny and Mm -hmm. like i don't know how much of like obviously it was scripted but i don't know like how much of it was like improvised you know um or how much of that was like just moffat writing a thing and just like okay say the lines um so I'm really excited because I really like I got like a like a Donna Ten vibe like yeah mm-hmm. you know yeah like like they're gonna be BFFs and it's gonna be awesome and I'm really excited mm-hmm. yeah and you know like uh, so a little bit about Pearl Mackey I I've I mean I've you know I've, I'm like everyone I've never seen her before but um, she is currently on um, the West End's production of a Curious Incident of the Dog at Nighttime which um, is, like, one of the more celebrated uh, West End shows in, like, recent memory. And uh, I have a few friends of mine that, like, personally saw it and said that it was, like, life-changing. Um, mm. So, like, you know, you know, girls got the chops. And, uh, yeah, and there's just a lot that I I just like so much about – there's so much I like about this decision, you know? Like, mm-hmm. um, yeah, like, it's really cool to have a companion who's, like, not white. And like, you know, and like, you know, and I, I, I like that she's, you know, just, just from the, the rapport and just like her style and just like from what I'm getting from her character. I, I like that it's not a companion who is like, you know, immediately like sexualized. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. She feels like, she feels to me a little bit. I mean, if I'm going to compare her to any of the modern companions, she feels their relationship and her specifically. I know you said 10, 10 and uh, Donna, but I actually get a nine and Rose vibe Ooh. from them um, where there is no sexual tension between them. They're just buds. And she is like really cool and and like can point out things you know and yeah, she but laughs like, about but not in a like i'm over it kind of way she was just like genuinely like wait why do they have suckers right yeah, yeah totally and and she laughs about it a little bit but he takes it really seriously and she's just like oh okay i'll shut this down uh never mind <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, it's kind of like a, like a, like a merlin and like wart kind of like thing mm. like a magician's apprentice sort of thing you know? yeah i just i i really dug her vibe I hate that her character's name is Bill. I don't think that – I think that's going to be forever annoying. I was really excited 
when it said introducing Pearl Mackey. And I was like, what a great name for a companion. <laughs> yeah, Aww. totally. Me too. I was like, Pearl Mackey, fantastic name as Bill. And I was like, what? What? <laughs> Bill? <laughs> I Maybe. mean, I don't even know. I don't even know. Like, what is that short for? Is like Billy with an IE? Is that? It's unheard of. I, I just don't. I don't know. It just feels a little Too like. quirky. Ooh, yeah, like that that really annoying thing that where like Kevin Williamson in like the 90s and early 2000s like everything he wrote had a girl with a guy name in it. Yeah. Um and 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 uh Brian Fuller did the same thing. Although for some reason Brian Fuller gets a pass. I don't know why. Um it was less <laughs> annoying Chuck when he did. Chuck is amazing. That's why. Yeah. It, it was less and annoying it, when, and when he did. It feels natural. It feels a little bit more natural in pushing daisies and wonderfalls, yeah. you know. Yeah. This doesn't feel natural to me. Like I don't know what Bill is short for. Well, maybe Am I we'll missing find out. something? Maybe it's short for like Bill Amina. Bill Amina. Yeah, what if her name's um, like Wilhelmina or something and she's just like, ah, oh, Bill. Call me Bill. Yeah, maybe. I like her smile. I, she looks animated. She looks like a cartoon character in a really cool way. Yeah, totally. The real question I have though, God, they look really good together too, don't they? They really do. Um I the real question I have though is when was this short shot? Because she's wearing a Prince shirt and that's crazy. Oh yeah. No, that's if that's just a coincidence, that's insane. Yeah. I bet they shot I mean I mean, you know, they had to have shot it like at least like a week before it aired, you know? Maybe. I mean, because there's no special effects in it. There's that's a Dalek. True. Yeah. The Dalek's not a special effect. The Dalek is a Dalek is an o- the opposite of a special effect. <laughs> there's some like explosions and like some sparks, sparky sparks. Yeah, but all of that stuff you're 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 just talking about practical effects that you shoot in camera. Okay, so so there's no CG effects, is what you're saying? No, there's no there's no post production effects on this other than like your normal like color grading and obviously like text stuff. Probably some ADR. Yeah, probably a little bit of ADR, but like you know. If you say if you say like, hey, you we need the next forty eight hours, or you're all ours, you know. Mm-hmm. I bet it's. Um, I, I, I would. I would. I would bet money that it's just a really spooky coincidence. Maybe it's a really spooky coincidence, though. Yeah. Well, I mean, it is. It is Prince. I mean, like we were talking about Prince, like the day before he died on Back to the Future. Yeah, that's true. We were. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Hey, Prince uh, died. By the way, guys. If <laughs> you haven't heard in the past like week and a half. Uh yeah, it's it's she's really cool and I'm really excited to figure out her story. Um uh, but I will say as excited as I was getting this clip, that that dialogue just that 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 one line of dialogue just felt like a shot to the gut where the doctor is just like we have to go back. 2017 needs us. And I was like, ugh, 2017. <laughs> well, Scott, the line was, we have, to go, we have to go back to the where? future. To the future. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I see you. I see uh, you, Doctor Who. It was a bummer. So is it probably going to be like, what, the autumn of 2017? Like the fall of 2017? Uh, no, I, God, I hope not. It better be spring. It better be spring. That's when 11th Hour premiered. In spring? Yeah, I remember yeah. the spring of 2009. Yeah, it was like April of two, 2010. Because I was like, black president, weird looking doctor. Let's do this. 
I don't know why those two things are connected. Because <laughs> Obama, Obama had just been elected. Like two years previously. 2008. Yeah. Yeah, and then, and then is the new doctor. Was it 2010? Yeah, two, April thought, 2010. Uh, I thought it was like 2009. I guess I was just so hyped on, on Barack Obama. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, so I'm bummed that her name isn't Pearl Mackey because that's an amazing name. Pearl Mackey would it be, an amazing name. How great would it be if she played like a young actress working in London named Pearl Mackey? <laughs> And then like, like oh, I'm, oh, I'm late. I've got to be in the carry season of the dog at night time. It's like, no, come here. Come with me on an adventure. <laughs> <laughs> That's the other reason why I think that they turn this around really fast is because she's in that play that probably is like every day, you know? No, mm-hmm. that's true. So they probably had to like be just take two days away from the play. Yeah. And, and I would imagine her producers at the play were just like, okay, well, if we're going to do it, do it in a row. Yeah, it's maybe just her understudy went on that day. Right. And I'm I'm a little bit behind on my West End gossip, but I want to say that that play is, if not closed, it it knows that it's it's going to close this year because it's going to um, defect to Broadway next year. Oh. And okay. probably with like, I mean, obviously with at least one new cast member, you know. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> and and the other thing that's really exciting. Uh, is that when I look at Pearl Mackey, I'm like, yeah, Pearl Mackey looks great with Capaldi, but you know what? Who'd she look even better with? A female doctor. And you know that's what they're setting up. Yep. Like I could totally see her. Like I, I, I can, I can see them setting up the idea that the next doctor is going to be female. Yeah, like just, I can just feel it in my bones. Yeah. Just two two dope queens running the TARDIS. Yeah. Totally. They should get Jessica Williams as the doctor. I wonder I wonder when they start shooting the new season. Because they, they've got to get that started fairly soon. Probably by like before the end of the summer. Um, yeah, probably. I bet, they shoot, I bet they shoot like over – I mean I mean, that's assuming that they are planning to come out in the spring. Mm-hmm. That's true. Um, God, I hope so. I wonder if she's going to be introduced in the Christmas special the, this year. The, I hope so. I don't like solo Christmas specials. I'm beginning to learn. Yeah. They're yeah. not as fun. Well, like, I, I don't know if that's why I don't like them. I just, the ones that don't have companions are the ones I tend not to like as much. Mm-hmm. Although I It'd can't be really. Cool. It'd be really cool if he got a new companion uh, during a Christmas special because I don't, that's never really happened before. Yeah. And, you know, and we'll talk about this in a few minutes, but there's just something about a Christmas special that's just the perfect time to like do something new. Mm-hmm. Pearl Mackey also reminds me of the uh the the comic book companions that they've been doing lately. Oh, um, I don't read those. Oh, they're good. They're really good. The the Titan Comics Doctor Who me books are <laughs> really <laughs> fantastic. I'm trying to cut down, Scott. Yeah, no, I understand. Uh, but they're really phenomenally well done, sure. and uh, the the companions are all exclusive to the comics companions. Um, oh, okay, cool. With, yeah, with the exception being the Ninth Doctor book because he doesn't really <laughs> yeah. have a choice. Um, sure. <laughs> there's, only, there's only so much room you can do with yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, um, but the cool thing about that book though is that they don't just do Rose; they do Rose and uh, Jack. So that's cool. Oh, cool. Um, but uh, yeah, 
she reminds me of like one of the companions in that in those books. Um, you should read you should read the Tenth Doctor's book, uh, Nick. He's got this like cool um, American uh, Latina woman who's like his companion. Don't you pander oh, to cool. me? Uh-huh. Yeah, no, but she's cool. <laughs> I'm okay. I'm just saying. No, no, yeah. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll have to pick still that no up. Asians, um, though, eh? <laughs> yeah, still no Asians. Yeah. That's, that's, uh, that's, that's, I was, you know, what was funny is I was, I, when I, when I, uh, it's weird that we're talking about Christmas invasion today, um, eventually when we get to it. Sure. Uh, but because when I, when they introduced her, because they introduced her in like the most dramatic way, like of her like backing up, you know? Right. Yeah. Um, and, uh, uh, I was like, I, I, as soon as I saw her, and I, I was just like, still not Asian, <laughs> just like, still not ginger, <laughs> still not Asian. Man, <laughs> there was there was a mild disappointment when I first saw her because I, I, I had a feeling that she wasn't going to be white, mm-hmm. but I, I was hoping she would be like. Not black either. Well, I remember, like, I remember there else. was a just, just because we've already, we just not, I shouldn't say just had because it was like literally like almost ten years ago. Yeah, it was like point. ten years ago. <laughs> yeah, but but you know what I mean. We had Martha, and and we've had a bunch of white people since then. So it's like it's good that we're getting a person of color. It would have been nice to have a little more variety than yeah. just like black or white. You know? But, yeah, and like I just really like that she, you know, she looks like I mean she looks like she was like in an improv troupe. You know what I mean? Like she looks she like a, she, she looks like a friend that I would have. I like that for the first time in you know since Donna, we have a companion. No disrespect to Karen Gillan, absolutely no disrespect to Jenna Coleman, but it is nice to have a companion that doesn't look like an Urban Outfitters model. True, <laughs> true. She looks like she would just be like hanging out on Broad City or something. Yeah, that's yeah. That, I'm getting like a very like broad. By the way, next time, like both of them, <laughs> Abby, Lana. Bevers. As, the, as companions. As companions, yeah. That'd be amazing. <laughs> With Capaldi. Oh, man. Hannibal Burris would also be a great companion, I think. Hannibal Burris would be, like, the best companion. Because <laughs> um, Hannibal Burris is just the best at everything. Why? Why are we... <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> what, do you mean what do you mean we're going back in time? What's... <laughs> What's that over there? <laughs> have you seen the one? Have you seen the one where Alana has sex with uh, with Blake Griffin? And um, I've seen all of them, so presumably <laughs> it's it's like oh how how is uh how I forgot Hannibal's name in the show uh, Lincoln. It's like how's how's Lincoln doing with you having sex with Blake Griffin? Like oh he loves it, and then it cuts to him buying a hot dog, oh, and he's, yeah. he's wearing Blake Griffin shoe like a purse. Like, this oh is Blake God. Griffin. This is Blake Griffin. And then Griffin's the next shoe. time you see him, he still has it. We'll ask him, oh, brothers. He still has it like three episodes later. <laughs> just so it's proud. just his man purse now. Oh, my God. It's so good. Anyway, uh, Rossi, Rossi. Rossi. Um, uh, hey, are, there, are there Sherlock posters real that are like going around on Facebook? I, I can't tell anymore. Sherlock posters? Yeah, I saw on Facebook where it's like Sherlock in like Trifligar Square and there's like images of like Moriarty everywhere. And it's like, Hashtag Christmas Day or something. And I'm like, this looks fake as shit, but I don't know anymore. Oh, I'm sure it is. <laughs> okay. I, I'm, I mean, I'm sure it is. But but they are filming right now, so. Somehow. Gosh, when when do any of those people sleep? I, I mean, the, the secret, I think, is that they, like, genuinely love that show. Which is so, great. Like, so, like, everybody just stops what they're doing to go work on it, which is 
which is cool. But like, and also like within reason and the BBC are just like, look, as long as you give us something every couple of years, whatever, like it's (laughs) fine. (laughs) And so like everybody's super chill about it. And I think they all just like, yeah, no, let's definitely, I feel like they, they end and they're just like, okay, when can we do this again? And they're like, okay, three years from now. All right, great. And then they just set that in stone. Voice the Grinch. Yeah, they they go set that in stone and then they move on. I don't know. I'm, 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 I'm. I don't know. I still haven't seen Abominable Bride. It was really good. I know. I I own it. I bought it on iTunes. I just haven't. Oh, nice. Um. But uh, yeah, so uh, that's uh, that's Pearl Mackey. We do have The Class to look forward to. I don't think it has a premiere date yet, but when it does, we will watch it. Is it The Class or Class? Or, yeah, Class. Just class. God, you have to – you can't – you have to <laughs> – you can't just the call class it Class. sounds cool, but Class is like, oh, what? Yeah. There was a, there was a really great sitcom – Ten years. Yeah, there was with like uh, with like Piz, right? No, no, it had um, it had um, Lizzie Kaplan. Yeah, Lizzie Kaplan, Jesse, what's his name from Modern Family, the redheaded guy, Tyler Ferguson. Yeah, Jesse Tyler Ferguson, and it had Jason Ritter and someone from Veronica Mars. I want to say, I don't remember. Um, Oh, and John Bernthal of all people. Oh yeah, he was from Veronica Mars. (laughs) <laughs> that episode where Frank Castle <laughs> was like hunting down uh, Logan. <laughs> you think you're better than me? <laughs> I fought in Iraq. <laughs> you can't protect him, Veronica. <laughs> <laughs> She's like chained to like a chimney. He's like he's, he's just pouring coffee out of a thermos. Hey, you're awake. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, god, give that guy an Emmy. He's the best. I love He's him. So good. I really hope they announce a Punisher, uh, a Punisher series soon. Yeah, because I I would watch the living crap. Out oh, of okay. So we're just we're just off the rails now. But I I haven't spoken <laughs> to you in a while. Okay. So I I just finished Daredevil season two the other day. So uh-huh. so so season three when, whenever they do it or like the Defenders. So they haven't done Bullseye yet, right? Yeah, they're 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 obviously saving it. I how great would it be if they got like Domo Gleason? That'd be interesting. Yeah. But but I will say I don't think I could be wrong, but I don't think Bullseye is Irish. He's only <laughs> Irish in that weird movie because that Wait, was a they just, a choice made by they made just by let Colin Farrell use his real accent in that movie. Yeah. Oh man, that's weird. But him being Irish is such a part of the character for me. Maybe because I, you know, watched. The I mean, movie I could, before. I could be wrong, but I never read him as Irish, like ever. Okay. I, I, pretty sure I could be totally wrong, but I'm pretty sure he's not supposed to be. <laughs> okay. Well, that just makes me love the movie even more. Yeah. Right. Um, weird movies. All right. I guess we should talk about Christmas Invasion. The uh, year was 2006. <laughs> Actually, no, it was still 2005. Uh, it was almost 2006. <laughs> That's true. Um, yeah, this is the Christmas special that started it all. There was never uh, there. There was there was one weird Doctor Who Christmas special during the Hartnell years. Mm-hmm. Oh man, what was that like? 
we, uh, the doctor talks directly to the camera yeah, and wishes everyone a happy. Christmas. Oh, yeah, that sounds yeah. terrifying. It's, it's yeah. in the middle Just, of um, uh, what's the twelve episode one? Um, Dalek's master uh, plan. Do- yeah, Dalek master plan. Yeah, right. yeah. Um, but yeah, so they've only ever done one Christmas special Hello. ever, and it was not well received. No, <laughs> we did the children and, and so they never did it again. <laughs> Um, and, and then when Russell T.T. took over, he, I guess he just wanted to do a Christmas special and, uh, which is it became so a Russell tradition. T. Yeah. And it, and it just became a tradition. And I think that's kind of incredible, honestly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause it, it feels so timeless already. It just feels right. Yeah. Like I just, I was like, yeah, Doctor Who at Christmas. That makes sense. And it's like, why? Why does that make sense? <laughs> because they're both just designed to make children happy. Yeah, it's great. I love it. Um, I think that's really cool. Uh, I, I, uh, I also, and I, and I, ho- and it's a thing that I hope continues to be a tradition forever. Like, I hope that a showrunner later on isn't like, uh, let's not do that anymore because Chris, that's stupid. Yeah, and it's kind of a great little. It's almost like a great little – okay, so like I call my parents every Sunday, you know? So even if I have a busy week and like I haven't had time to like talk to my mom or dad, I know that I'm going to call on Sunday, Aww. you know? So it's like if – you know, if there's ever like – you know, like coming up now, if there's ever like a year where there just can't be any Doctor Who, it's like, well, at least we know we'll get like something on Christmas. Yeah. Like uh, 11 years, we're, we're now 11 years into this and I just like – they just came out with that – that um, they just came out with that, that 10th anniversary box set of all the Christmas specials. Ooh. Um, so it's like all all 10 of the of the Christmas specials oh, good. that exist currently. Um, and, uh, and that came out and I was just like, man, we've been doing this for 10 years. Watching a, doc- a new episode of Doctor Who on Christmas Day has been – a tradition in my life for a decade now. Yeah. It doesn't feel like there's been 10 of them though. Like maybe because I started watching it late, but like, I don't know. Yeah. There's, there's totally 10. I think the first, that's my favorite uh, episode of the, of the show, by the way. Totally 10. Totally 10. (laughs) (laughs) Totally 10. (laughs) Why is he Irish? (laughs) (laughs) It's, it's Domo Gleason. He's, he's, he's the 10th doctor in this one. Um, I'm trying to remember as David Tennant as (laughs) Domo Gleason. Um, (laughs) I'm trying to remember the first one that I saw on Christmas Day. I want to say, you know what? It was probably uh, it was probably a Christmas Carol. I think that was the first one that I like because that was when they they started doing like day and date with the BBC. Right. Yeah, I I was I had discovered Torrance by the time. uh, Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't have. Christmas Invasion came out. So I think Christmas Invasion was actually the first episode I didn't buy from that guy in the comic <laughs> shop. <laughs> the creepy condescending guy. Yeah, this about. was the first one where I was like, wait, Torrance, that, that guy's been ripping me off. Um, <laughs> Who told you about those? <laughs> yeah. So uh, I think this is the first one that I, I downloaded myself. And I know it's it's bad. But look, I, I bought the $90 box set when it came no, out. No, hey, so. hey. If anyone, you, if anyone wants to doubt your commitment to Sparkle Motion, you send <laughs> them a picture of your, of your freaking apartment. Yeah, that's true. 
I have I have an entire I, I don't think Cassandra's ever seen my my Doctor Who shelf. I have a I have an entire like DVD shelf that is literally nothing but Doctor Who stories. Like I'm going to break but. into your apartment and steal them all. Just I remember <laughs> being so scared the the first night that I stayed at your place when we were writing um I can't remember what it was we were even writing when I came over but um mm-hmm. but yeah like I slept I was I slept on that like that air mattress in like the main room and I like bumped my leg into because you you have, you you have a shelf of like figures and toys and like little, <laughs> a shelf <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's hilarious um, but the bottom the bottom one is all eleven doctors and the war doctor and right. so I like knocked it and I don't have twelve yet because yeah, they haven't made a twelve figure that I'm happy with yet. <laughs> one where he doesn't I look always, like a gargoyle. Well, yeah, well, because I always want I always want the them to be wearing the outfit that I love them the oh, most. Oh, like in. the hoodie and the shirt. Yeah, so I want the hoodie and the shirt, and they haven't come out with that one yet. So, He's just wearing weird. his like weird like evil like jacket. Yeah, and I'm not into I'm with the, with the with the shirt buttoned up all the way. I'm not super into that. But so I like I I knocked it over and like all I just hear all of the little men like fall over. I'm like, "Oh, god damn it." And so I'm like trying to like put them all up as they were, like when I found them, and I couldn't find the war doctor. <laughs> And uh, the next morning, he's like, always the one that gets lost, which is accurate to his character. Yeah. Aww. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Says Cassandra, who hates the war. I doctor. know. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Cassandra, your empathy is showing. I know. Quiet. Um. I'm thinking about how I haven't bought a Capaldi yet, and I really need to because I have all eleven in a big <gasps> TARDIS box. And man, that's what I got. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, I got that same. I got that same thing because every single one of them are in their most iconic outfit. It was perfect, right? Mm-hmm. I was just like, I, wow. Even four who had like you know seventeen different outfits, and he's wearing like my favorite one. And I was like, oh, man, it's great. <laughs> really, you wore you wore a lot of different stuff, like diff- different variations of the same thing. You yeah, know, but always like, a scarf. Scarf like eats his face. Like it's yeah. It keeps getting longer and longer and longer. Right. Um, but it reached like it reaches like yeah. with every human start. life that he takes. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> with every drink he takes. <laughs> oh there's, no! <laughs> there's a man tulip waiting for you on the other One side. <laughs> the scarf's like wrap. It's like ka. It's like wrapping around a person. Oh man! Uh, <laughs> um. So. <laughs> Trust in me. <laughs> Trust in me. Close your eyes. <laughs> slowly uh, coiling its way up a person. Oh my god. Uh so uh anyway, so this is, this episode opens on uh I think it's Christmas Eve, I think. It uh, is, yes. yeah. Yeah. And uh, Jackie is decorating, and Mickey is at the car shop where he works, <laughs> and uh, they both they both simultaneously hear the TARDIS engines, um, which I call shenanigans. Two, two two things I love about that. Yeah. Uh, one one I love that they hear it. And it and it's so it's such a specific noise that they know exactly what it is and they go running, which I think I just think that's really cool. And yeah. I I feel like 
they never did anything like that in classic who really mm-hmm. um they never like meta gamed by saying like oh that sounds like a thing that something people would recognize you know mm-hmm. um and so like i think that's a really cool thing for them to do and uh i just i love that mickey works like down the street <laughs> yeah, like like their entire lives are like up like like, like a like block eight, apart. Like, yeah, like eight blocks. Yeah, and and then I love I love the idea that they hear the engines, which means that the TARDIS was landing because then they come to where they heard it and it's gone, and then it like appears in the sky and crash lands. So I love the idea that the TARDIS landed fine and then and then freaked out. <laughs> it, just, it just disappeared again and then crash landed for no reason. Maybe it like landed like on a cat or something. Oh, there's oh just, no. The, well, no, no, because it would just be in – it would, would it would just be in the TARDIS? Yeah, it would just be in the TARDIS. Yeah. Wouldn't that be – that'd be a really adorable way for the doctor to have adopted a cat. Yeah. Like just, he, just, he just he just the TARDIS just appears around a stray and then the 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 TARDIS just adopts the cat. Like, the cat Aww. well then the cat like runs down a corridor and then there's just no catching it. Yeah. He's just like, it's your mind now. <laughs> I'll call um, you yeah, I like that. So I have I have a question. So I this could totally be me being a stupid American and not knowing the the um, the uh, uh, small details of like living in, in in England, but you know, I we as Americans know English people as saying "Happy Christmas," um, and and for all I know, they say both, and we all just say, think that they only do the one thing because that's how we think people in other countries work is they only do one thing. I think um, they do say both. Okay, because I, I I put in my notes that uh, when when Ten comes out of the TARDIS and he's like, I had something important to tell you. Ah, oh, what was it? What was it? Oh yeah, Merry Christmas. And I was like, Did he say a Merry Christmas because he doesn't? Because he's an alien, he doesn't know the nuances <laughs> of how England says Happy Christmas and not Merry Christmas. Maybe in Wales they say Merry Christmas. Yeah. Um, because they weren't. They weren't marketing it to Americans yet, right? Like, right. Yeah. So, I'll, yeah. I guess I guess they do say both. Yeah, I guess so. Okay, fair enough. There's an American movie called Happy Christmas. Is it really? <laughs> yeah, uh, it's a Joe Swanberg movie with Anna Kendrick and Oh uh, right. Yeah, Melanie Linsko, greatest living actress. <laughs> um, guys, I don't think stethoscopes work like that. <laughs> no. Oh, by the way, she's. I love that she just Jackie stole a stethoscope. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just steals a stethoscope. Oh, my friend left like, it. Now you stole it, Jackie. But he, she puts it to one side of his chest to listen to one heart, and then the other side of the chest to listen to the other heart. And I'm just like, I don't. You would just hear both. It's a chest cavity. They're not in separate rooms. Like, and yeah, right. I feel like that's. I feel like that's what's happened. In subsequent episodes, when they're searching for the heartbeat of the doctor, which yeah, is a they hear both. Episode. Yeah, like dun, yeah. Dun, 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 dun. yeah. Well, and they did that. They did that in uh, in the Eighth Doctor movie. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I love. I, I don't even know if this was like a callback or an in joke, but I love that Jackie's like, "Oh, we should take him to the hospital." And was like, "Are you kidding me? No." 
<laughs> They'll tear them <laughs> apart. I'm like, yeah, they will. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that's maybe that is a reference to the Eighth Doctor movie. That's funny. Um, There's no way Russell T. Davis had seen that at that point. Uh yeah. Why wouldn't he have? I don't know. Oh, oh, yeah, because it was actually like a really big hit in England. Yeah, it was. It was Never a mind. big hit. Yeah, of course. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I I don't. I really like the way that the Doctor regenerates in this show um i wasn't crazy about the the whiplash regeneration from 11 to 12 but i i like in general i like the way that the regenerations work um in in new who i don't know how i feel about the regeneration the excess regeneration energy like i mean like the cosmic burps yeah i don't (laughs) i don't not i don't know if i'm crazy about the cosmic burps I don't know what they are. Like, I don't get, is that just like leftover bits of nine that are just not done being like. I, I think it's just excess regeneration energy. Like the stuff that sprays out when he regenerates. Like, I think it's just excess. Yeah. Like, what if a bird it's like, it's like the... did you become another bird? <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. It's, <laughs> we, it's weird. I'm not, it's like a crow. <laughs> I'm not super into it. I'm not super into it. Um, I don't know. What do you guys maybe, think about it? Maybe this? it's just setting up uh, the hand bit well no because russell t isn't that kind of writer (laughs) sure um so like i just i oh wait do you mean the hand bit in this episode or do you mean the hand bit yeah oh okay when he gets i thought you were talking about like the the hand bit like four seasons from now oh god (laughs) Uh, i was like oh definitely not because like when he when he grows his hand back they use like a similar like effect right of like the the wispy gold stuff. Well, that the wispy gold stuff is the stuff that sprays out of him when he regenerates. Yeah, like when nine regenerates into ten, and then ten into eleven, that's mm-hmm. the same thing happens. But right, and then didn't eleven I, like shoot it out of his hands? They both did. On, on I know, but on, on on night of the doctor when he's like taking down those spaceships, isn't he? Like, oh, you like mean time it? time of the doctor? Yeah, time yeah, of the doctor. He, he does, and it deages him, which is a whole other weird. Thing that I'm like, all right, I guess I'll go with it. Yeah, but if I don't it means like the it. Show doesn't have to end. Cool. <laughs> I don't like it. I like to think that Capaldi is only old because Matt Smith wanted to look young for a little. While. <laughs> oh, you! And the regeneration was just like, oh, oh, you want to look young? Well, too bad. <laughs> Am I old? Yeah, you're old, jerk. <laughs> you. <laughs> You didn't want to regenerate for like an extra century. <laughs> what are your feelings on the regeneration energy, Cass? Um, I I don't know. I never really thought about it. It's just like, oh, it's Doctor Who. There there goes his energy into the space because mm-hmm. that's what the show does. Um, <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> like – I guess you started here and not with Classic Who, so that right. makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So, so if, never, anything, um, if anything, the classic who probably feels like it's missing this stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Because it just I know like, that's how I feel. It like morphs, and then you, the face changes, and I'm like, oh, where's all the the yeah. sparks and stuff? Um, yeah, there's so much good stuff in New Who that I assumed was always part of the show, but are now being oh, yeah, written no. off. Sure, definitely not. I'd be into that as like. Like if they special edition Classic Who the way that they did like Star Trek the original series and like updated some of the special effects and stuff, 
Ooh, um, like um, like the way they did with Kinda. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'd be cool if they did that with the regeneration stories to like just sort of like bring them together, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's just go ahead and cut out the stupid cocoon dude. Yeah, the watcher or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> really, but just... the thing about the thing about Doctor Who Okay, so like Star Trek. So like, you know, a scene of Star Trek is like, you know, Enterprise and then cut to the bridge. Or like mm-hmm. planet, cut to the planet. You know? Mm-hmm. And then because I, I you know, because I, I think I don't know what edition, but I know like some form of the revised editions are what's on Netflix, you know? Mm-hmm. So like when I watch Star Trek on Netflix, there's like, you know, oh, new Enterprise, not like ping right. pong Enterprise. But right. I feel like Doctor Who, you would just have to do a complete rehaul. <laughs> to a certain extent, I think just, that's true. It's all jank. Yeah, to a certain extent. I mean, are they going to like add, like, are they going to paste over like, the, the blanket that is a planet, like, to make it look like... <laughs> I mean, that's what they did. That's what they did on Star Trek. That's true. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But I'm not saying that they, they absolutely should. I'm just saying, like, it It'd would be, cool. be really cool if they if they redid all the regenerations into the new Who style just to, like, fit them together, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I know people have done it on YouTube. There's, like, YouTube compilations of all the regenerations and they're all redone, reanimated into that style. See, I would love to see new episodes of who, but like with the old Cybermen. I am dying for that. Are you kidding? Mm -hmm. I'm just dying for a good Cyberman episode again. Yeah. Cause there have been one. (laughs) Which one was that? I don't know. I just, I assume that there's been at least one. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, so Mickey, um, in typical annoying Mickey fashion, uh, Rose is really worried about the doctor because she doesn't understand what's happening to him. And, uh, why is he more handsome? Well, she just doesn't, (laughs) she doesn't get it. She, he's like not waking up. And so she's worried and she's talking about how she's worried about her friend. And Mickey's just like, oh my God, stop talking about your dying friend. This is about me. It's, it's Christmas. It's the most annoying. Oh God, it's so annoying. You really uh, do love him, don't you? Yes. Oh, Mickey's the worst. Oh, uh, Mickey's the worst. I'm He's glad so his hair like started perfect. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, he's the worst. Um. So I want to talk about the Santas and the Christmas tree because I've never really thought about them critically. <laughs> oh, why wouldn't you? Yeah. I, I, I never I never I've never thought about them critically before, but watching it this time I was like, why are they a thing? It's weird. Like it's such a kind of it's such a memorable image, you know, like I always I feel like whenever they show like montages of the show, they always cut to like, oh, the creepy like plastic Santas, you know what I mean? From the Christmas yeah. television. Hey, they are in like two percent of this episode. Yeah. And and they're the ones controlling the Christmas tree, and so and and both of these things happen in like a like a five minute period of time. Yeah, and I just don't like we're if they're if they're put if they were put there by the by the Sycorax, like why 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 well they're why they're not they're not they're not yeah they're like. Because the analogy they use are like the little pilot fish. So like you have the the little dudes that follow around like the big predator. 
and they uh-huh. are their own agents. So, like, they are scouting out, like, oh, there's alien tech here. I'm going to take it and use it to fuel my spit, my ship. And then, uh. like, the Sycorax come, and they're just like, ah, Sycorax rocks. So. <laughs> That's my favorite part of the episode. <laughs> so they're, oh. they're, like, completely, two completely separate entities that just happen to coincide with each other. Because it's kind of like the Covenant from Halo. That uh, feels... I guess I don't know. I've never that played feels Halo, way more but... complicated. Well, <laughs> then the Covenant, the Covenant are so like in Halo, you're fighting like the Covenant, but the Covenant are like five different kinds of aliens that are all teaming up to like destroy humans. So there's like little ones named Grunts, and then there's like bigger ones called Elites, and they're mm. like totally different species, but they're like in an alliance. Oh, okay. Yeah, I like. I like. I'm trying to think of like. A better analogy like you have the, the big like the big whale. ship and then like the scavengers that follow after it yeah or like how yeah. those barnacle things like live off of whales yeah yeah they're but like they, but they're they like came, a, but they came first they're like the heralds yeah but they're not they're not connected to the other but to the sycorax no okay I don't like that. <laughs> is what I'm getting at. I don't. I don't like that. There's two completely different plot lines well, happening. In this. Look, I mean, and I say this with all due respect. Russell T. Davies wanted to have killer Santas and Christmas trees. Right. So <laughs> yeah. why not just make them the Sycorax instead of the Sycorax? I, I I totally agree with you. I think that I think that just the Santas and the Christmas tree, as silly as they are, they're much more memorable than like the friggin' Army of Darkness rejects that like the Sycorax. <laughs> right. Totally. And 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 the Sycorax, they look like like seven other Russell T. Davies yeah. Doctor Who characters that he comes up with yeah. later. Which I like, guess is kind they don't of, look that yeah. much different than the Spider Lady in the next Christmas special. No. And really. I guess th- that that kind of works because I guess you could argue the Christmas invasion really isn't about the Sycorax because like once the doctor is finally like awake and mobile, he like takes them out pretty easily. But yeah. it is it is a disappointment that like the villain is kind of like an afterthought. Yeah, well, and it was just weird because it was like, oh, okay, so these Santas want the doctor <laughs> want, want the doctor's yeah. regeneration juice, juice. Yeah, his his excess juice. But the Sycorax just want the planet, <laughs> just to have the planet. So I I was just like, I feel like. If the if the Santas had just been like, okay, look, we want this, we want him and his regeneration. We material. want your juice. We want <laughs> his regeneration juice. And if we don't, if you don't like give him up and and let us have him and and his regeneration juice, then we're going to do the thing where we make the people jump. Like I feel like that's not. I, I feel like that's cleaner. Totally. I don't know. Like, give us the doctor or we kill everyone with an A positive blood type. Right. I feel like that's so much cleaner than what they what what he gave us, which is – it just feels like very first draft to have two completely separate alien entities. Yeah. In the same – like I kind of uh, – yeah. uh, com- completely unconnected. Like it's weird. Yeah. I don't know. I like I I agree with you, but I think I I kind of like the fact that he's kind of um, setting up the whole like oh yeah aliens have been here before and like the Earth like is making like a big bracket or whatever and like 
to have two completely separate alien threats in the same episode is messy, yeah. but it kind of underlines that. Mm-hmm. Like the universe's hottest club is Earth. It does. Yeah. However, I will counter what you say because I don't disagree with what you're saying, but I would counter which, which is that two is messy because it doesn't make the point clear. If they did five, then it would be like, oh, I see what they're doing. You know? Why? Like if it was five? like five species. Oh. Like I just mean like a lot. Like a, like where oh, it's just like, okay. okay, obviously this isn't an accident. Like, right. like th- there's five different species in here. They're obviously trying to say something with yeah. this. It's kind so of because like – Because it's only two. Even yeah. three would be better than just two. Yeah. I was going to say yeah, like why kind of- five? Isn't the rule three? Like- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean it can be – it can be three. I just – I went to Cabin in the Woods in my head. So I was like all of the aliens just show up. Oh, yeah. yeah. What a great episode of yeah. Doctor Who that would be though if like – imagine like a midnight run where like the doctor's in a coma but like five different kinds of aliens are like get – we want the doctor so we can like suck out all of his juice and then we can regenerate. And then like it's up to like the companion – to like keep the doctor away from like the aliens and like get him um, get him to is that I'm, an episode? No, no. I'm just I'm gonna cut that out of this so that when we take over the show we can write that as our return story. Um why are you why are you ruin our why are you ruining our dream job? <laughs> Come on. Um Yeah, I uh I, yeah. So I don't know. It's it's interesting. I don't I, I, I want to know more about what species these Santas are. <laughs> like, I want to know, like, what, what's their deal? How do they know to dress up as Father Christmas? Like, what? Are they the same as the Santas that attack um, the Doctor and Donna and the Runaway Bride? Or are those different Santas? Oh, I don't know. Are there Santas in that? I remember the trees. Yeah, no, I, th- I think Santa's invade. I think Santa's attacked Donna because I feel like Donna was like, "Oh, oh, I'm about to get killed by Santa." I don't know. Yeah, I remember them being chased by something Christmassy, like a yeah. bunch of something Christmassy, and they were really scary looking. I remember being. I like, feel like you're right. I think that I think there's Santas too. I don't know. We'll find out. I love that our like TV dude, like did whatever. two episodes <laughs> with invading Santas and never noticed. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it would be cool if they were the same, though. That would be that would be interesting. <laughs> Although it'd be I weird because Santas. it would be weird because those Santas, I think, in the Donna episode were were being like contr- they were actually heralds, like they were actually heralds. For, yeah, they were like trying uh, to find- spider lady. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Anyway, um, <laughs> hold on. I'm gonna Google runaway bride Santas. All right. We also get our first uh, our first. Uh, mention of Torchwood in this episode, um, which is uh, I really liked Russell T's tendency to pick a rather than like having a big bad of the season, he would pick like a like a thematic phrase. Yeah, yeah, like he, a code word. Yeah, he would be like, okay, this is our code word for the season is Bad Wolf. Our code word for the season is Torchwood. Our code word for the season is Saxon. You know, it's Um, almost like a predate of – he's almost kind of ahead of his time, you know, because nowadays it's like hashtag, you know, everything's connected or hashtag save the cheerleader, save the world. That's true. That's totally – well, okay. That that was a bad example because that was around the same time as this. Well, yeah, Um, yeah. But (laughs) – 
but but uh yeah no i I think you're right he he was a little ahead of its time, and then the best part was like once we started catching on and expecting it, he was like season four, nothing, just rose's face that's no, the that's ongoing not true. thread is there well, not is is there a, what, there's what in phrase? every episode um there's a planet that goes missing because then they have all the planets at the end. Right. Good call. Oh, okay. But but not a phrase is what I'm saying. No, there's no, no, no like it's, it's there, yeah, there's oh, no okay, if anything yeah. it was like hashtag shadow proclamation, I guess, but <laughs> um but that's that's like the gist of it. Uh Okay. So, Cassandra, Scott at your leisure, I have included two links. The first oh. link are the evil Santas from Runaway Bride. And the second link are the evil Santas from Christmas Invasion. Uh-huh. Oh God! They are the very runaway bride. Similar. Yeah, the runaway bride ones are really creepy. I yeah. forgot. I think I blocked that from my memory because they're so scary. <laughs> oh, I guess I get. They probably are the same, right? <laughs> I like the idea of these aliens that are like super into Christmas, and they like yeah. they're like Christmas groupies, and they just come yeah. back every year and like wreak havoc, and then like, but they, like, right, they upgraded their image like yeah. between, <laughs> yeah. between seasons. Are we doing it right now, Christmas? <laughs> their eyes are wider when they're saying it. Christmas. Christmas. It's like, it's like Nightmare Before Christmas, but with aliens. Like, yeah, they no. just don't get it. They don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, poor aliens. Um, we love Christmas. So my, my, uh, one of my favorite parts in this that Onto I just – you, I, a child has been born. <laughs> 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 One of my favorite parts of this is so they're in so so uh uh Harriet Jones, Prime Minister, is in like their war room area or whatever, and the people start like walking away, like being hypnotized by the Sycorax dude. Mm-hmm. And um they're all up on the roof and then Pop. somebody says somebody goes Somebody goes, it's not just London, it's the whole world. And I was like, oh, here we go. Like a like a sweet like series of, of clips of like all these people standing up on rooftops all over the world, right? And they literally show two yeah. places and both of them are in Europe. <laughs> yeah, like, and I was like, oh, the like whole France world. And, and Rome, right? Like- yeah, France and Rome. <laughs> I was like, okay, so not the whole world, just Europe. Uh, I yeah. love. I always. I love Russell T Davies's like ham-fisted Roland Emmerich style usage of like w- like world politics. Whenever yeah. he, whenever he does it in Doctor Who, it's always so dumb. But so like, remember when um, the end of time when it was all centered around like, oh, Barack Obama is going to do a speech that's going to fix the world economy. Yeah. <laughs> how crazy is it? That's how long Obama's been president. Yeah. Like. He was referenced in David Tennant's final episode. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's funny. I love the because like they mentioned the president briefly in this one, and I'm like, oh, this is pre Obama. This is like Bush days. And she's like, I don't want to start a war. And I was like, oh, mic drop. Oh, <laughs> way to go, Sean's mom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, also, this is the beginning of the downfall fall of Rose as a character for me. Is in this episode. Okay, um, yeah, she kind of bellows out in in this one. Like she just when, completely gives up when she thinks that they're like, "Oh, she left me, Bob. He left me," and I was like, "Oh my god!" Like this is weird. I don't know. Yeah, not my favorite. Not my favorite. Um, 
Yeah, Rose and Ten, not good. Rose becomes really whiny, and also together they're like really annoyingly in love and think they're better than everyone else. Scott say it, they're horny. <laughs> That's not what I was trying to say. Just, I just, I just think that they feel like they're better than everyone else all the time. Um, I don't know, not a fan, but uh, yeah, my, I think my favorite joke in this whole episode, though. So, like, there's this running gag where every time Harriet Jones enters a room, she introduces herself as Harriet Jones, Prime Minister, because in uh, the World War Three episodes, she introduced herself as Harriet Jones something. I forget what her title is in that. Um, like chief of staff or like she, yeah, something like that. Anyway, I thought she wasn't, yeah, anyway, she, so, so in this, she's introducing herself as, as Harriet Jones, prime minister. And then everyone is like, I know who you are. And they like, they just keep doing that. And so they do it like three times. And by the third time, you're just like, okay, yeah, I get it. I get it. And I was like, I was like, God, Russell T like, I think you thought this was way funnier than it actually is. And then when they get to her talking to the cigarettes and goes, Mary Jones, Prime Minister, and the dude reads back the transcript and goes, we know who you are. I burst out laughing. And I was like, ah, you got me, Russell T. You got me. And, and that's not even the end of that joke. I know. Like it keeps going like into her final like episodes. Yeah, I know. That's But, but that – the joke with her being prime minister and thinking no one knows who who she is, like that's yeah. – like he got me because he broke the rule of three because he did it three times before that. Mm-hmm. And so I thought it was over and then he does it a fourth time and like brings it home. And I was like, oh man, that – great joke. Great joke. <laughs> yeah. There's a sort of camp to – I mean we talked about this at length throughout the history of the show. But there really is like a certain camp – in, in RTD's episodes that mm-hmm. I, I, I miss. Mm-hmm. There's also like, I like how, I like how interested Russell T Davies is in with like how the doctor affects like blue collar England. Yeah. Like I like that Rose is a shop girl and Mickey works in a garage and Jackie's like a little bit like in, in a loving way, but she's like a little bit trashy, you know, like, mm-hmm. she, like these are real, like, like middle class, lower middle class people that have to deal with this crazy, uh, larger than life problem, and I, mm-hmm. I, I kind of miss. I think we're losing that vi- that vibe in the show right now. Yeah, well, I mean, maybe Pearl will bring it back. You know, who knows? Who's Pearl? Scott, say her by call her by her name. <laughs> I am Pearl Mackey. <laughs> Until they win me over with that Bill name, I'm I'm going to just call her Pearl Mackey. Yeah, um, it's but name you have to say both names. I like that. Yeah, it's true. Uh, yeah, so I I both like. I, I feel like <laughs> I feel like the tea being used to wake up the doctor from his regeneration <laughs> coma is like some sort of metaphor. for for Russell T. Davies' tenure as showrunner. (laughs) It's like a metaphor because it's just like every single time there's a problem, 
he talks about like it's this huge, 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 huge problem, and he just spends the whole episode or whole season or whatever talking about how huge of a problem this is. It's going to be completely unsolvable, and then the last second he solves it by this ridiculous bullshit. Like it's just <laughs> like you know, like every single time that's how he ends his story. And so like the idea that the, that nothing can wake up the doctor and then somebody then Mickey spills tea and the tea wakes him up. Like well the tea like, gets under his hair. And he's like, "Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to wake up and go wash this out." No. Um but I yeah, I just it's an interesting metaphor for uh Russell T Davies as a writer, I think. I love Tenet's I, I kind of wish that he kept the Arthur Dent costume. The pajamas? Yeah. Well, but, like but he kind of does, though. That's true. In oh, a he way. he keeps the stripes, yeah. He keep, well, he keeps, the, he keeps the stripes and the robe. The overcoat, yeah. Yeah. He kind <laughs> of like, does keep that outfit. I like that both funny. 9 and 10. Well, no, actually all of them. Never mind. Never mind. I was going to say, I like how every doctor needs, like, layers. Oh, yeah. Gotta have layers. Also, oh, I mean, they they shoot in England. I mean, that's true. Gotta have layers. <laughs> Your costume is going to be shorts and a tank top. Oh God! No. no. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. So so after the uh, ex machete, um, <laughs> ten has his ten has his big entrance, and. Then the episode is like stellar all the yeah. way to the yeah. end. Like ten, I just he walks through the doors and he starts like shouting at the at the guy and because he just wants to say hi to all of his friends and he's interrupting him and he's getting frustrated and he just he 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 starts quoting the Lion King and then oh, calls himself iconic. out for quoting the Lion King and like just everything that ten does is just. The best. Yeah. And it really just re it rekindled my confirmation that like, you know, 10 is always going to be like my doctor. Oh, oh like, yeah. And I remember like this whole episode, because he doesn't really do a lot this episode. I was still totally watching this kind of like with my arms crossed back in the day, you know? Because yeah. I was like, you're not Eccleston. Like yeah. you're you're different. And then as soon as he walks through the door, I was like, oh, my God, you're the coolest grown up like I've ever seen. (laughs) (laughs) To the point where he's so cool that Mickey is like quoting him like he just saw a badass movie. Yeah. Like (laughs) – He's literally – Oh, my God. He's that cool that Mickey – he even wins Mickey over and Mickey literally the doctor. Yeah. That's really great. Ten's great. I love 10. It made me want to rewatch like all of his run. Oh, that straight up. I was like, okay, next episode. Let's go. (laughs) Well, well, Cass, I've got news for you. (laughs) No, I know. But like, I mean, binge watch it like right now. (laughs) Oh, no, I know. That trailer at the end. Oh, Oh, man. Did you you guys watch that trailer at the end? I did. Yeah. Oh, Oh, the the little glimpse of canine. Yes. (laughs) Oh, my God. Sarah Jane showed up and I cried. Yeah, he li- they literally say, uh, I'd like to introduce you to Sarah Jane Smith. I literally got goosebumps, and I'm like, I've seen that episode like 17 times. Why am I still getting goosebumps? <laughs> this is so stupid. 
Did you guys see that thing that I put on the Twitter about the they, how they're making a Funko Pop thing of canine? Yes. Oh my gosh, it's really great. <laughs> oh, by the way, I started watching that show. Jerks. Oh really? <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. I'm, talking, I'm not talking to, you, I'm talking to listeners. Uh, so I, I I popped in the and I was like I was like bored one day. It's like a month ago, and I was like, fine, I I should watch you. And okay, so oh man, so. It takes place in a weird, like, like imagine like a Fox Kids version of V for Vendetta, like a weird, like. <laughs> I think I just, I think you just sold me the DVD. <laughs> it's like That's the greatest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Like there's like totalitarian robot cops and like there's VR, but they never explain when it takes place. And there's like these like teenagers that are like hackers, and so like the cops come to like catch. There's like this rascally the protagonist is like this like whipper snapper like thief kind of kid, mm-hmm. and then um the this guy is like I'm trying to bring my family back to life, and he opens a portal, and then K9 comes out. And he's like, what? What? Oh, and then he starts like shooting at the, he's like spinning in a circle, shooting lasers at all of the cops. Oh my God. And the kids are like, what's going on? The kid is like, F and run, get out of here. Go, go, go. <laughs> and, and then like they run out of the room and then canine's like, self-destructed, three, two. And the cops are like, what's happened? And then canine blows up. <laughs> He, he, sacri- he sacrifices himself. He just, he just suicide bombed the, <laughs> the police. He's like, F- the police! And he's like, blows up. <laughs> and, and, so, and so, like, the, the, kook, the kooky scientist and, like, the three youths, like, inch back into the room and they just see, like, the charred corpses of like these cops and like the remains of what was canine and they're like this little robot dog sacrificed himself to save us (laughs) i'm sorry that might be my favorite sentence i've ever heard in my entire life Twenty seconds. Oh my god! Before he he just like started shooting these cops, and so the the scientist is like, "Man, I really feel like we we owe it to him to like I'm gonna try and put him back together." So he like somehow like canine's like CPU was like unharmed, and so he oh 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 yeah I remember no canine canine regenerates. What? He regenerates into this new, cool, you know, quote, cool, shiny canine that can fly. Huh. How does he regenerate? He just starts to regenerate. I mean, there's really no. <laughs> he just and then what, he just becomes. What, what does it look like? It kind of it, it's like it's like it's like it's like Time Lord juice, but it's like blue. Oh. And then he becomes this like you know the new canine. He can like float and zip around. And he's like, hello. 
I killed you. I, I killed people to help you. What's your name? And they're like, I'm, I'm Professor Kooky, and these are my three friends. And he's like, I will follow you forever. <laughs> and it's like, he's, I guess the concept of the show is this is actually like an alternate universe. And like, they pulled K-9 out of his universe, and now he's like stuck there. And that is huh. nuts. So yeah, so that's the first episode. Oh, Wow. <laughs> that's, that's, I'm gonna I'm gonna get that sentence tattooed on my arm. <laughs> talk sacrifice himself to save us. <laughs> Could have gotten a whole podcast of this stuff, but uh. Uh, oh man, wow, that's fantastic. Um, yeah. So, uh, Ash, I I don't I don't. I don't like that they're all treating the ash like it's snow. When it's that's really, <laughs> really creepy. When the doctor it's, just like, eh, it's not snow, it's ash. And everybody's just like, Mickey's just like got his mouth open. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> like it's, it's just, it's, it's, it's super gross and weird. And I'm I love that it's supposed to be ash, but then it's just, you know, it's bubbles. Because the BBC. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, so Harriet Jones, like, executes the uh, the Sycorax. Right, which is what the ash is. He uses um, uh, Torchwood ha- activates like Starkiller base. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> yeah. like... I uh, The other thing that I think is interesting too is that she keeps mentioning Torchwood and I have to keep reminding myself that it's not that Torchwood. Yeah, it's like it's because like OG. before him. Uh, it was before Jack and before that whole the spin-off show. And then it and then I'm like, oh, this is a different Torchwood, this is a whole other thing. And then I was like then it makes me think like it starts making me ask all these questions. Like, why isn't it just Unit? Why is Torchwood a separate entity from Unit? That doesn't make any sense. Also also the Torchwood spin-off is super weird. Why are they called Torchwood? Why aren't they called something else? <laughs> because they're they have no affiliation with to the torchwood that they're talking about, guys. There's a lot of holes that I'm just I have questions about. Okay, wait. So, okay, unit was like unit is the government, right? Yeah, like you know, like unit's like Lethbridge. Like the units like the um like the fifth branch of the military. Like it's right. like you know you have the army, the navy, the marines, and then you have aliens. And then, right. and, you, um, the alien guy. and then Torchwood yeah. was like a private thing that was started by Queen Elizabeth the first. After she fought after Queen Victoria, after well, she yeah. fought werewolves. The way I took yes. it, the way I took it was that um, the way I took it was that Torchwood was like the equivalent of the like FBI or like the CIA or which one was the secret one that they that they the government like didn't even. They pretended it didn't exist for a little while. Like the Men in Black? Um, no, not the, <laughs> Yes, the Men in Black. No, um, there was actually – no. It was one of – it was either – I think it was the CIA. The CIA, I think. Yeah, yeah. because that, that was the one that was founded by J. Edgar Hoover to combat right. like the organized crime. Right. So so I think I think that I, – I think that the, the unit is like the feds of aliens and then Torchwood is the CIA of aliens. I, but I don't know what they both what what do each of them offer that's different, I guess? I, I guess the way well the way I see it 
in this episode is like unit is like the CIA, but then Torchwood is like Treadstone. If you want to get into like the born identity verse, which I, I'm always game to, but <laughs> it's like Torchwood is like off the books. We don't talk about it. They have they have zero jury. They have like absolute like they can do whatever. But like if they're ever found out, like Harriet Jones will like disavow them. I don't know. Are they like just, Shield? Because Shield's just, not the government, right? Shield was private. They weren't government. So I, I think Torchwood is private. Yeah. Well, they but they can't be private if they were started by the queen. Is the queen like is the queen beholden to Parliament? She was when she started Torchwood. Okay, because that was when the queen actually ran the country. Right. Yeah. So I Guys, don't know. It, I, I just for UK find, listeners want to help us out. Uh, I find the whole. Well, I mean, I mean, I mean, I'm sure there's an answer. Like, I'm sure there's an answer, but I, but you know, it's all made up anyway. So it's like yeah, well, right. whatever. But I'm just, I, I just, it, it just doesn't. Yeah. It just feels like it feels very messy to me. Where it's, yeah, where tra- it's like, yeah. dude, if you just, if you wanted to do a spinoff, just do the spinoff and have this be unit. Like, well, that's in, not in an Doctor anagram Who. for Doctor Who, Scott. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not. I guess he wanted the mystery aspect too. So I don't Maybe. know. It's just it's a it's a bummer. Yeah. But uh uh yeah. So I guess that's all we got on uh, Doctor Who. I did have one thing that I wanted to talk about, which was that. So the Doctor picks out his outfit. I freaking love that closet with the spiral staircase. Oh, um, there is a so there's a part where he's picking out his costume, and right, which is what I'm talking the- about. Oh, okay. I thought we were. Okay, so he's that, in the TARDIS. No, that's what I was. That's what I just. I, I was like. I should. I was like literally like. So he's picking out his costume <laughs> on a spiral staircase, and, and you go, "Oh yeah." So there's this part where he's picking out his costume. I was like, "Yep, that's what I was talking okay, about." Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna see if we if we if we have the same thing that we're gonna say. Okay, go ahead. Oh no, you go ahead. Oh, but there's a little Easter egg where um. So he's like in this like giant wardrobe, mm-hmm. and um. One of the um, one of the outfits he pulls out, it's like this kind of weird, like regal jacket, like this kind of like buttoned up, like red, like deep red jacket. Oh, and the uh, the the Sergeant Pepper's outfit that he yeah. holds up. Yeah, that's apparently his his uh, his costume from Casanova. Oh, interesting! That's cool. Interesting. That's a that fun little cool. Easter egg. That is cool. No, actually, I was going to say, like, he finds his outfit and puts it on, and I and it made me realize something mm-hmm. about these scenes in Modern Who. The problem with these scenes in Modern Who is that we, as viewers, already know the outfit that he's going to pick because they've already released promotional material months ago – because they have to because anytime they shoot on location anywhere, people take spy pictures and so they would rather get ahead of that and spoil what the outfit that they're going to be in um, first so that at least they're professional pictures rather than spy photos. Mm-hmm. So like I understand why it happens but I was just watching this and I was just thinking it's a bummer that we will never – have a doctor where we literally are watching the episode not knowing what his outfit is going to be at the end. Yeah. Like there's always there's an there's always an inevitability to the outfit that he puts on. 
that yeah. I wish wasn't a thing. It's sort of like an unfortunate product of like the nature of modern like advertising or marketing. Right. And, and and internet journalism. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why you like the like the secondary outfit so much. Maybe. Because you like internalized yeah. it and you're like, oh I don't oh, I've never seen this one before. This is awesome. That's true, because I my 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 two favorite uh tan outfits are the the blue one with the red with the red sneakers and mm-hmm. the um the brown one with the blue stripes. Yeah. That he gets with uh with Donna. Um those are my two favorite ones. I'm not crazy about the just brown one because I think it looks a little bland. What are your favorite eleven outfits? I blue bow tie. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I do like the blue bow tie. That is nice. I um, really like his outfit in like the Clara era. I do too. And that's why I have trouble. But the my my trouble comes with the fact that those two outfits are so vastly different that it's hard to even I like it's a whole other problem for me with with eleven <laughs> because I feel like because as much as I love that second outfit, I feel like it's too different. The one with his, the top hat? No, no, no. The one that he wear the one that he wore when he regenerated. Like the uh, the, the, the kind of like purpley with the vest and the and oh, the top. Yeah, I I don't know. I think I blocked that from my memory. <laughs> yeah. Remember his I, I like that. I do like that outfit? outfit a lot, but I don't I don't know. There's something iconic about his first one. Yeah. Um but uh I don't know. I that I, that could possibly be a thing, Cass. I don't know. It's it's uh it's just it, it I don't like that we get Spoiled, like, cause there, cause even in, um, I mean, we're, we'll talk about it next week, but, but even in eleventh hour, man, like, it's so, such a like fist pump moment when you see him in the costume for the first time when he steps yeah. out of Ten's hologram. Yeah, it's such a fist pump moment, and it's spoiled by the fact, slightly spoiled by the fact that I have already seen what this guy looks like in his costume. Although we did get, remember that weird first photo we got of Eleven where he was wearing like like a leather jacket and like a black t-shirt? Oh, yeah, like his headshot or something. Right. <laughs> yeah, it was it was yeah. his headshot. Yeah. But it was like a TARDIS. No, 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 because he was, he was next to a TARDIS, so it wasn't like a headshot, but. I don't know. I just imagine him like standing there like next to a street lamp or something. Like, because <laughs> I, yeah, because he has the the leather jacket and his arms are crossed or whatever. and yeah. I remember I remember when everyone thought that was the next the doctor's new outfit. Oh my like, god, yeah. Yeah, and like I, to the point where t-shirts were made. Like like those daily t-shirt sites or whatever would make mm-hmm. shirts with him in that outfit on the shirt. And now those are ridiculous. Like those shirts those shirts exist and they're ridiculous because yeah. it's like cool you never that would be like like yeah, a, that's true. Like it'd be like a uh, universe doctor. It'd be like Revenge of the Jedi, like the people that have the Revenge of yeah. the Jedi uh, <laughs> or the uh, <laughs> stuff. My uh, my cousin has a uh, he keeps it like wrapped up, but he showed it to me once. He has a Spider-Man poster where you can see the uh, the World Trade Center reflected on Spider-Man's like eye. Oh, um, wow. Yeah. And that mm-hmm. World Trade Center teaser. Yeah. Yeah. Which is like so unfortunate because it's like one of the one of the best superhero teasers ever. Mm-hmm. Where it's like in a helicopter. 
Right. He he catches the helicopter between the World Trade Center towers, like in a web. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's great. Great teaser trailer. Um a lot better than the mirror's edge thing we got with Amazing Spider Man. Oh god, I I had blocked that out. <laughs> wow. Man. Um, so that's it. That's all we got, I think. Uh any any closing thoughts on uh on the Christmas invasion, guys? Um, I don't know. Like, cause I, I started with Eccleston, but like David Tennant, like is my doctor. Um, mm-hmm. cause I didn't really like Eccleston until like halfway through his season and then he was gone. Um, right. and then like, this was my first regeneration story ever. So I had no idea what was happening. I was like, okay, I know that he turns into David Tennant somehow, but okay. Um, so it was kind of cool, like, revisiting this and, like, watching, like, that whole, like, companion struggling with the Doctor regenerating thing. And it's like, mm-hmm. oh, man, I remember that. Like, and, ah, man, I love David Tennant so much. <laughs> he, yeah, I mean, I think I think all three of us, like, he's our Doctor. Yeah. Um, And it's just, uh, and, and it sucks because a Big Finish... Um, I think in like two weeks, Big Finish is releasing their uh 10th Doctor and Donna season. Whoa, yeah, and I'm just like, I want to listen to it, but also we're gonna end up covering to cover it on this show eventually. And so I'm like, ah, should I wait or should I listen? I don't know, it'll be like three years from now. I guess that's true, (laughs) um, probably longer. Uh, but I, I just, I'm, I'm pumped, I'm really pumped. When do the uh, okay? So they're doing that. They're doing. Are they doing War Doctor stuff? Yeah, they just released. I think the second season of the War Doctor stories. Damn, are they good? Have you listened to them? I haven't listened to them yet. I'm saving them till for this. Oh. Um, yeah. Because uh, he's gonna the War Doctor is the War Doctor stories are gonna replace the Ninth Doctor when we quickly run out of Ninth Doctor stories. Um, yeah. Um, wait, what does that mean? Is that when we'll watch day of the doctor? No. When are we going to watch day of the doctor? When it comes up <laughs> in the 11th doctor's season. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's from his perspective. It's his story. Sure. Um, so, uh, yeah. So like that, that's happening. And then they also started, uh, un- unit, Seasons that are that take place in the modern Moffat unit. Sure, with like uh, with with Kara Stewart. And- right, right. Um, and they're they're all and what's her name the uh, the Osgood the twins. One, yeah, the Osgood twins. Yeah. So we'll talk about obnoxious names. That's interesting. <laughs> and then, um, and then the uh, uh, Eighth Doctor just finished his. Let me think. One, two, three, his fourth uh, series set. Um, And now he's starting his fifth and final series set, which is Doctor Who, The Time War. Dude. Yeah. So uh, he's starting his last his last uh, set of uh, of stories um, leading up to Night of the Doctor, his regeneration story. So. It's pretty sweet. And then he can finally quit. 
It's it's a good time to be a Doctor Who fan with with Big Finish because they've started getting the new Who stuff and it's it's really cool. Um I I really 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 want them to get Eccleston. I really hope they get him at yeah. some point. I mean, I, they like come on, dude, like you just you show up in your pajamas, you record for a couple of hours <laughs> and then they you literally don't have to go back for a year. Like a year. <laughs> it's weird how much he doesn't want to go back. It is weird. It's especially considering the stuff that he does do, yeah. like like the GI Joe movie. Yeah, and like, and I think I think we'll get Matt Smith eventually, but I think I think that's probably still like three or four years, yeah. maybe even five years from now. Yeah, it's well, too soon. Well, he's busy being Skynet. <sighs> no, he's not. <laughs> I I uh yeah so like Tenth Doctor is my doctor and I'm I'm really I'm excited to revisit his stuff even the episodes I don't like very much um but it's uh it's going to be it's going to be fun but we're we've only got one more new who story um the 11th hour which I'm actually like pumped to revisit yeah oh me too I'm so excited yeah okay well uh, we will see you next week with the 11th hour. Of-